0: You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org/podcasts.
1: Hi, this is Mick, and you are listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. I am on the line with Joan of Arc. How are you guys doing today?
0: Doing well. All yeah, right. Doing great. Thank
1: you. Would you mind introducing yourselves to our audience?
0: I'm Theo. I play drums and guitar. I'm Bobby. I
2: play bass. I'm Tim.
1: I play guitar and sing. Now, you have a performance coming up at the Music Box where you will be performing as Joan of Arc as a soundtrack for the seminal film from Danish director Carl Theodor Dreyer, also named Joan of Arc. Now, I know you've done this type of performance before. Uh, you have a bit of a tradition of it. What was the impetus for uh, the first performance, the first time that you ever soundtracked the film Joan of Arc.
2: Yeah, we. Uh, this is Tim. We first did it uh, for the Chicago International Music and Movies Festival, which I'm not sure exists anymore, um, but the name kind of says it all. And uh, we did it that time, the three of us and our guitarist at the time, Victor Villarreal, And we did it at this church on North Avenue, which I had walked past for... It's like in between Sultan's Market and Handlebar on that same side it, of the street. Is it
3: Saint Pauli, maybe or Saint I don't Paul? Know. I can not remember.
2: But I've always been curious about it. It was really epic in this church. And then in 2017, uh, the Art Institute invited us to do it, and they projected it on the front of the building. And we had a different lineup than no Victor, but with Molina, Kytas, and Jeremy Boyle. And we added, we changed it significantly. And we added a lot of layers of um, samples and a lot of kind of interruptions. And now we're revising it again, uh, thanks to an invitation from the Chicago Humanities Festival. And uh, this time there's no Jeremy Molina with us, and
1: Whitney Johnson uh, is joining us. So what are you going to be doing differently for the uh, performance at the Chicago Humanities Festival uh, compared to your previous renditions
3: well this is the third time we've approached it so kind of like when when you go back to something it it kind of like it has its own way of, of being and you can like refine it in much simpler ways and I, I always find like I have a, like excessive notes the first time of learning a song and then each time I go back I only need one or two and then eventually I only need the song titles going back to it for the third time is it's fantastic because we can take everything we learned from doing it the other the other ways the other times and do it the way
2: that makes sense to do it this time thanks for that bobby tim do you have anything else to add yeah there's been six years in between each time we've done it so that's plenty of time to like uh forget about it forget how to do it and then hear it with fresh ears and just be like oh maybe this timing should be different or this chord voicing or this harmony or you know it's like uh, you see like pictures of yourself as like a teenager and it's always like embarrassing if you're like trying to look cool or something and something (laughs) it's like so baked into being in a band that you're trying to do something cool and everything you do that reads as trying
1: to look cool just seems so dorky so you know you just revise it to feel normal Well, I always thought you guys were cool so I don't think you have that much to refine. Because Joan of Arc is a film that has a long history, uh, made in 1928, silent film, there's a lot of different versions of the score, a lot of different interpretations. Are you going to be working from any of those scores for your performance, or are you going to do something totally original, inspired by the film?
0: Uh, This is Theo. It will be more of like the interpretation of what we've been doing as the score the live score for the the movie but as both Bobby and Tim said it's we've had time to just let it stay dormant and as we revisit it we can kind of give it you know like change things here or there give it a facelift so I guess to answer your question no no other songs but more so just a little facelift of the actual score that we've been doing over the years
1: okay cool Bobby uh you seem like you have something you want to add the
3: score feels like Kind of like an expanded rock song. Like it, it only has a few chords and it's just it's kind of like almost a classic it's like a slow motion version of a a classic pop song or something. So yeah. we spend a lot of time like digging in where like it, instead of playing a riff, like we're just playing a chord and it just rides on it and it's like the sounds our rhythms kind of like like echo and become Something, but we're not trying to make like specific melodies or anything like that. It's almost like it's a non-song song
2: over the course of an of an hour and twenty minutes. Tim again, you know the film is so amazing on its own. Like if you watch it in silence, it's so powerful. So I think we're pretty aware of kind of staying out of the way as we. You know we're like adding emotional shading to it and tension and release and all but like it's really much easier to screw it up than to do it justice because it's so good on its own so we do have to be a little cautious of that well stated Mm
1: Yeah, so how did it come about? Like, was it just kind of uh, a lark that someone invited you to soundtrack this film because of your name? Yeah, uh, I think it's that simple. You
2: know who could soundtrack the film Joan of Arc? The band Joan of Arc. (laughs) He had no no great mystery, which makes me very happy that we weren't named like uh, 10,000 (laughs) Maniacs.
1: Oh, you know, uh, Dreyer has so many films that would make fantastic band names like A Day of Wrath, uh, Master of the House...
0: Vampire. Vampire,
1: yes. (laughs) Yeah, I named the band Joan of Arc
2: because we played one show. You know, we spent like six months writing songs or something. This is in like 96. And then we were called Red, Blue, Yellow, and we played our first show, and it went so bad that we were like, we need to change our name. But we had already signed to this record label, Jade Tree, and... There was like a deadline end of the day and I'm actually sitting across the street from the apartment I lived in at that time. And so I knew like today's the day I need a band name. And I was like sitting around that afternoon pressurized with this expectation by the end of the day there'd be a band name and I was like getting stowed listening to records and I remember listening to the Leonard Cohen song Joan of Arc" and then the Smith song Big Mouth Strikes Again right after each other but unconsciously making the Joan of Arc connection between the two songs and then having the realization, oh, if I name the band Joan of Arc, I can sing the line, now I know how Morrissey felt. It's it's just like, and we were trying to name it Sony. Like, we really wanted a name that everyone already knew, and so this was a way to have a name that everyone already knew, but that, like, there'd be no,
1: you know, copyright problems. Like, you can't really name your band Sony. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, Even in contemporary America, people still recognize Joan of Arc and think of her as a significant character in in history and within our culture. She's really kind of imprinted on our psyche in that way, uh, despite the fact that she was a French peasant who was martyred for her faith and her belief in her country in the context of the the Hundred-Year War. Now, I think we can all agree that Dreyer's Passion of Joan of Arc is a beautiful film, incredibly striking film but as far as the themes of Joan of Arc's life as they're depicted in this film that literally takes lines from her trial transcript for the dialogue do you think that these themes are difficult for a modern audience to really reckon with and to put into the context of their own lives? I would say that like even
2: though Joan of Arc isn't a band at the moment and you know we're just playing together to do this, I would say we're all very deeply committed to our things we make and the practice of doing them. And, like, we're fully invested. And, like, obviously there's, like, magnitudes of difference between, like, being burned alive for God and king versus just, like, I'm going to make these lifestyle choices so that I can play music. But there is, like, a, I'm definitely inspired by... Her belief that, like, she doesn't even need to see it uh, reflected back or um, validated by anything external. She's just like, there's this seed inside me, in my heart or brain or whatever, and it's like, I'm committed to it, you know? I sound like a psycho. Like, plenty of psychos have uh, followed that path. Hopefully, music is a healthy way to follow a path like
0: that. Uh, This is Theo. Maybe it's more of a As a viewer, it's more of a question of like seeing this trial and seeing her so dedicated to her belief um, that she's willing to die for it. It's is it up to the viewer to think from their own experience? uh, Does she have mental illness, or should we have something bigger than us that we should believe in? Like you know, there's that open-ended question, and it's uh, maybe ultimately up to the viewer. For me personally, for playing accompanying this uh, musically it's it's just uh, the story is just it is pretty heavy and intense and i'm pretty honored to be able to help tell it you know just help deliver it to an audience
1: yeah i think one of the things that's really wonderful about the film is that everybody can in some way see themselves as joan of arc like it's very good at, at helping the audience identify with the title character everybody sees their own struggle in you know the persecution that befalls her and I, I find I find that really really interesting um, and inspiring because she's she's a really courageous character absolutely yeah she could have had a much more comfortable
2: life but no one would be inspired by her you know 600 years later
3: yeah the the performance is on the anniversary of her death isn't
2: that right yes, 592nd anniversary
1: uh, oh my god I didn't even know that. Well, thank you so much, all of you, for being on the line today with me. It's been a real honor being able to talk to you about uh, your upcoming performance. Again, this is Mick in conversation with Tim, Theo, and Bobby of Joan of Arc. it will be soundtracking the classic Carl Dreyer film, The Passion of Joan of Arc, at the Music Box Theater on May 30th for the Chicago Humanities Festival. Again, thank you so much for your time today, guys. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Mick. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mick.